Microsoft is coming to ban your accounts. Somo Game Club Week 4. And an epic new song from X to Hero. This is Achievement Hunting 101. Hit the music. Hello and welcome to Achievement Hunting 101. I'm Fufu Cully Poof and thank you for listening. You have made it to level 41. Alright, we got a great show for you guys this week, but let me introduce you who's also with me. We have Corey, Nate, and Nell. What's up, guys? Whoa, Corey, Nate, and Nell. Hello. Hello. Yes, quick intro. Let's get this over with. We're going to get the show on the road. Nate. How's your week going? It's going all right. Um, just completed Titanfall last night with the guys. Got my wait was 100, 100 dailies out of the way. So Completed as in 100%. Completed as in 100%. Nice. I did not realize you actually completed it. I missed that. Left all those slackers behind. I don't even remember who they are. But, you know, I got caller ID on and I'm just not answering anything. Um, (laughs) So, yeah. So, Titanfall is done. I'm actually, I think I'm, you know, right now, ever since it's about 1 or 2 p.m., I've been running an idle boost. (laughs) I don't know if they're still using that or not. But, um, yeah, that's going on. <laughs> and then, um, oh, I also played some Sundered this week. Now that Titanfall's done, and last week Titanfall was pretty much winding down for me, uh, I moved on to some other games, so some Metroidvanias and things. Rainer. Ran into some <laughs> ran into some issues with Sundered. Um, I was trying to clean that up, and um, they patched it on the second, and I just completed my corrupted run with everything I wanted to do there. Uh, getting 100% of the perks and things like that. And um, after I completed it, thankfully, I started my uncorrupted run. And or I picked it back <laughs> up again. And, I, and I, I did one thing that got me an achievement. And I took a break and I came back. And when I came back, they had updated it again. Uh, this was on the third. And then my save files were gone. So I have no access to my save files, so which is fine for my corrupted run because I was done it. But if I hadn't been, I'd have been pretty upset. Uh, as it is, I'm probably going to have to do my uh, my uncorrupted run uh, from scratch again. But I had only gotten I want to say two abilities um, at that point. So maybe that's a feature of corrupted runs. It corrupts your save. <laughs> yeah, that's weird. Yeah, I probably should have done the uncorrupted run first. Now that I'm thinking about it. it literally tells uh, and, you what it does. Yeah. I've been doing that on the uh, the Play Anywhere, so the PC. Uh, I'm, I'm, I've opened a support ticket, and I'm talking with them, um, and they're they're actually suggesting I go and play it on the Xbox. So I may end up having to do that for my my other run. Like playing it like from scratch, not like your saves in the cloud or anything. Yeah, I don't know. They need to get my permission to get my save. Try to get my save from the cloud. Mm. Um, your permission. So. That's what you're on the phone for. Yeah, well, yeah, it's, I'm only doing it over email, but oh. so that's a, that's an ongoing saga, and we'll see where that goes. 
What about you, L? Hey, guys. I played an amazing game this week. You want to hear what it is? Burn Oot. No! Like an actual amazing game. Halo. Bird Game Plus. Damn it. Borderlands. <laughs> all right, there's about a million Wait games. Wait So instead of us sitting here trying to name them all off. Just name every game that I've ever played. No. Guacamelee 2. Yes, Guacamelee 2. I played a good game. Sorry, it took me a while to get there, but yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it actually had been a while, and we jumped back into Guacamelee 2, and I think we're nearing the end. What is that all the sign so about? January. I know. <laughs> I know, right? I don't want to say what part I'm up to for spoiler reasons, but I think I'm close to the end. Did you beat that one boss before oh. the other boss? Ooh. Mm. But not after that one boss. Did you get a wrestling move? Um, I got all the wrestling moves. Okay. And you did buy all the upgrades. I did see you unlock that. Yes, and we defeated um, a vehicle more than once. <laughs> oh. I, I got that reference after I Yeah, I got that reference. You did. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Shocked. Yeah. He's a humble guy. I feel like there's less Easter eggs overall, but what they do instead is they just give you, they instead of little Easter eggs in the background, they give you parodies instead, like parody worlds and parody parts does that make sense yeah yeah i see that so got some guacamole yeah, totally done know what you mean and for rtdl i had a little ditty called assemblance oversight oh my so you'll be happy to know that there's no crazy timing thing like there was in the oh, first nice. game however i went through the there's always a however i had <laughs> yes i had issues with the achievements popping for me and the first four achievements did not pop for me, but I didn't realize they were supposed to pop because I was using the walkthrough, the text walkthrough, and the first four achievements are just kind of clumped together at the end. And then I realized none of my achievements are popped. But then I did the next sequence of achievement, which was all the endings, so all those popped before the opening stuff, so it looks like hacks. And then I followed Cheater. Maka's guide and cleaned that TA up. TA staff, ban them. <laughs> so I did a lot of that. Yes, and of going back to Burn Oot, playing a lot more of that as as you mentioned. I have all the online done except for getting the fifty arrivals. And as nice. we speak, there's a session going on in TA to do that. So I'm gonna just sit in lobbies and hope people smash into me for arrivals while we're recording. So based off an achievement I see that you unlocked, you did get to one of my favorite parts of Guacamelee Two. Mm. The Heart of Dank uh, Heart of Darkness. If you remember, it, I don't know if you remember exactly what it's called. It's a cave, a special cave in the game. Yeah. Yeah, that was pretty it, good. It, Heart of Darkness, yeah. Darkness, and then there's Dankness, too. Yes, Wait, are we talking Kingdom Hearts? It's the Easter eggiest of Easter eggiest fourth wall of fourth wall parts. Do you know what it is? Me? Yeah. I just did it. Yeah, do you know like what some of the, the, the dialogue was from? Mm. If it's what? the right one I'm thinking of... It just yeah, seems like of... it's comments people made about the first game over Yeah, of... yeah, like on YouTube and stuff, yeah. there's a lot of hateful comments. Right. And they just put them right into this, into this game. Yeah, they broke the fourth <laughs> wall. <laughs> That's awesome. Mm -hmm. You say, yeah, like one person said there were too many memes, so I just stopped playing it after a couple of hours. Yeah. And then the NPCs t t <laughs> talk to you like they're the uh, YouTube commenters. It's pretty fun. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. That's what I meant. A lot of parts like that. Instead of like the first game, you would see uh, Mario in the background or Mega Man or Castlevania just in the background pictures that alluded to it. But this time, that's in your face. 
They still had some of those, but yeah, but yeah, they definitely did more. You know, scenes or levels were were parodies of games. There was that Coco guitar. I do remember that. That was the thing. Oh Mm, yeah, that was the thing. Your your famous, (laughs) quote unquote, famous uh, find there. It was famous, and there's some um, MST3K references also. Yes, they have the the uh, chicken zone, Tom Servo, and the other thing. If you say so, the birdie. I took a bunch of screenshots. Anytime go. I saw something, I took a bunch of screenshots. So I'll have to uh, find out where I put those. Don't send us any p- screenshots. <laughs> <laughs> Post them in Duck the Discord. Picks. Chicken pics. Send, send them to Michelle. Okay. Corey, how's your week been? Well, my week has been extremely productive. Um, I have focused on RTDL. If you remember last week while we were recording, the list did drop. And... Well, I have unlocked, I just need to double check, um, I've unlocked 14 of my 25 achievements so far. Um, well, you're going hard on that. Whoa! I, I'm, I'm going very hard on that, that's right. <laughs> and I'm not slowing down. Um, <laughs> so I've spent the week, you know, pretty much how I've done any time I've gone hard at RTDL. Uh, and you just pick your game, you play it till you get your achievement, and you, uh, you stop. And I did that with, uh, you know, Goat Simulator, Stick Bold, Far Cry 5, um, Glass Masquerade, uh, Late Shift, and uh, just some other games. Uh, the ones right. I want to note that I've played uh, in particular uh, is Mile, Miles and Kilo. That's this uh, semi-new uh, runner type game. And it, it gets pretty, pretty difficult. Um, I had to get through most of the, the campaign uh but it was nice to uh, to actually experience the game uh, more than just a dive, and in honor of that, actually, I'm going to give away a couple copies in the Discord. Uh, we've been sitting on them, and you know what better time than now? How nice of you! So yeah, listen out for that. Uh, the other, yeah. I do, I, I want to know two more games that I've I played because of Real RTDL. Quick. Yeah, is Miles and Kilo kind of like uh, uh, no. what was that one game no. that you the <laughs> League of Evil? No. Uh, no, no. Okay. This is a left-to-right runner game, and basically almost like an endless runner-ish. Uh, and ah, you, you, you have okay. to get through it without faulting. If you fault, you start from back from the beginning. Kind of like gotcha. Super Meat Boy. Well, yeah, kind of like Super Meat Boy. Um, Just looking at no, the screenshots kind of reminded me of that. Yeah. So the, the, two, the two games I want to mention that uh, I spent – the, well, the, some of the most time. There's one more that I'm still working on. Uh, one is Spheroids, and that one is actually a Play Anywhere game that I experienced the same thing that Koosh did with um, with Sundered. Uh, I played this on, on a business trip once uh, on my PC, and I got halfway through the game, and then the next day my save was gone. I had to restart the thing, and I didn't have any motivation to do so at the time, but rtdl had the last level achievement in there for me so uh that forced me to play it and i went ahead and got the completion on it because i was i was right there so that was nice and a benefit of rtdl sometimes uh i another benefit was that it put uh, the hardest achievement quote-unquote hardest achievement for a metroidvania game that i've only dived and that's teenage mutant ninja turtles danger of the ooze now uh, it's the hardest achievement uh, because it's a speedrun achievement. The game Yuck. has three of them, and they all stack, and this was the fastest. So uh, I played this game for the first time, start to finish, in under an hour game time. 
probably took me like closer to four hours, three to four hours. But uh, luckily you can, uh, you know, quit out if you die or quit out if you mess up. And uh, I followed a nice Spanish guide, <laughs> but it, it did. It did El Cowabunga. Oh. <laughs> yeah. They just kept trying to feed you. Yeah. So uh, that was nice. I got, I got a lot of, I I got a good amount of TA for it, but it it was a good, uh, good bit to work on some Metroidvanias at the same time uh, as RTDL. Um, And yeah, uh, so actually in doing all this, since I've been strictly focusing on RTDL, I've noticed today that uh, we're a week into the month and I've started zero new games. So I think I'm going to continue that on uh, the rest of the month and uh, just work on my completion percentage. Working on RTDL hit me just above forty percent, so we'll see how high I can go in in a month. I think. How many more achievements so, do you need to get to forty-one percent? Uh, in order to get to forty-one percent, the hard-hitting questions. The correct setting. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, I'm at forty point one. I need one hundred and sixty-one more achievements. Oh, not too bad. So, and I was looking at my past months. In a normal month, I will hit that as far as achievements unlock goes. Uh, so we'll just see. The hard part will be not starting any new games. Um, which will probably be good because then uh, that will pad my my next month for my foof score because I'll be like four or five Radalikas behind and yeah it'll be easy month then so yeah RTDL has been my focus for the past week uh, and uh, I'm not slowing down so RGS you watch your backs what about you Fufu have you had a good week I've had a pretty good week played three different games this week first one not much Three to talk games. about because it's a Rattalaika, <laughs> but it irons irons now. Finally, that was pretty fun. Is all right. Did you it, have any troubles with it? No, I mean the one achievement to hit a wolf into the tree branch. I had absolutely no idea how to do that, so I had to look that up. But other than that, no, not really. It was just left or left, right, left, right, up. I mean. Just Easy game. It's Radalika. Yeah, I think I ended up uh, getting all those miscellaneous ones by the time uh, I was. Uh, I didn't know that you could stay on one stage, so I was just going as much as I could and and then uh, moving to the next one. Uh, I think actually, I take it back. I sort of fo- uh, had trouble on the beat fifty wolves in a single fight, but it, by you know repetition of playing the game, it, it got a lot easier and. I don't know if I said it, but on this game, once I hit everything but the uh, kill wolves achievements, because uh, you have to kill up to a thousand, uh, I, I put my Cronus on and it killed wolves for me. It actually got up to like a seventy hit combo, so it did better than me. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually not a bad idea. I thought about putting the Cronus on, but I was so close to that. I'm like, eh, I don't feel like dealing with it. it. It saved me like ten minutes of me mashing the button. That's so. <laughs> why I didn't do it. I'm like, I'll just play it, just get it over with. Were you mashing the button or were you rotating the left stick? I was actually trying to play. Like when, when they're comments, it's like, oh, I'll hit left and then I'll hit right. Because uh, if you I just rotated the left mash. stick, like he just went nutso and just destroys everything. No. It's oh. bizarre. But it, it also ruined your controller. So <laughs> I don't think I knew that. Uh, yeah. Looking at my the list, though, uh, they have a tutorial achievement and I popped that one last. So I randied this game. You're, oh, yeah. <laughs> nice. Other game I <laughs> jumped into was Jurassic World Evolution. It's one of the games I've kind of wanted to complete. And I saw this on my games of uh, 
<clears throat> saw this on my games list. I'm like, yeah, let's jump back into this. There's been one achievement that's been giving me problems. That's to five-star every island. And I five-starred every island. Never really popped for me. But then I realized you need to do it and have all islands five-starred at once. Wound up jumping in. Got that real quick. No big deal. <clears throat> Off to DLC now. But the one game I do want to talk about, and Corey, you actually reviewed it last week, but Windscape. I know you <laughs> didn't enjoy this game. I, okay. I think people were taking it a little too hard. It's not that I didn't enjoy it. It was fine, but it wasn't super great. But go on. See, I haven't finished it net yet. I put four or five-ish hours into it. So you're probably yeah, halfway just... done or maybe a little bit more than halfway. Looking at the achievements, I'm... I. I would assume about 65%-ish done. You have five left, and you're doing this one, this one. I'm at the desert. I just, Yeah, you're, you're close. I was actually really enjoying it. I like I liked these type of games. I really enjoy them. Uh, this was up my alley. I mean, obviously, it's incredibly basic. I was talking to Chip in the Discord. You know, this seems like a Skyrim on a $12 budget. That's the best way. You know, nothing about this is just like, oh, my God, look at that. Graphics are real plain. Uh, there's not a lot of crafting or whatever, but I'm st- I still enjoy it. I enjoy the gathering of the materials and making things out of it. The one thing about the game that drove me nuts was that area in the desert uh, with the floating platforms. Do you remember that? You had to ju- there's four, four floating platforms. You had to jump from one to the next to unlock a switch to open a gate. Uh, was it in a temple or in a... I believe it was uh, in the, the dungeon. It was. It was definitely in the dungeon. I believe it was in the temple. Yeah, I, mean, I, I think there was one room. Hated that um, part. Yeah. And it had like the the spikes underneath. Horrible. Yeah, yeah. I did have a, a little bit of time trouble with that one, but I probably luckily, spent ten fifteen minutes in that room. I could not I, get the jumps down on that. It was probably about the same for me. Yeah. But other than that, I'm enjoying the game. I hope to have that completed here real soon. Well, you know how to cheese the one of the bosses coming up and uh <laughs> craft the bow for yeah. that. Yeah, I can give you some tips on the the last boss if you need it. We'll see. I I'd like to know how you how you feel after that is because that's when it you're getting no. If you're getting <laughs> to the my the turning point is how I would say it. Okay. That's a different game. For me. I know what game it is. Oh. It's Link. I meant turning point. <laughs> Don't do a spit take. <laughs> hey, uh, I have a PSA, guys. Ooh. Mm. Cool. Corey, pay attention to this. What's coming up on Sunday, Corey? Super Bowl. My the mom's birthday. Super Bowl? <laughs> you are bad at Mother's sports day. ball. <laughs> Mother's Day. Yeah, Mother's Day. So what does that mean? I have to I have to know that. That means I got to get some stuff done and buy some gifts. No. More importantly than that. Um, it's a special day of the mm-hmm, year, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm, which means it probably mm-hmm, this is a gaming related mm-hmm, podcast. Mm-hmm, we have mm-hmm. for bring gaming related news. Um, I think it's going to be calendar. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Since you dropped the ball on April the first, seems like just yesterday, but it's over five weeks ago. Jeez. Well, since I talked to him on April first, and he talked about Mother's Day, do I need to talk to him again? No, he tells you to come back on Mother's Day. That's the hint. Yeah, you have to do uh, it on Mother's Day. To, yeah, oh, you were just a, a little late. Yeah. 
You don't look at the calendar on the right. wall, yeah. right? That'll tell you the day you have to go back to him. Well, and... the, yeah, the problem is the timing. Apparently, don't well, go to him too late. Exactly. He must be like on Sweden time. I'll remind. I'll try to remind you Saturday night. That's when I usually do it the night before, just to be sure. That's our. That's Arkham City. The night right? before, just to be sure. Yes. Arkham City. Calendar man. This is why you do it offline and change the dates. No. Oh, that's against the terms of service. Yeah, don't Oof. do that, please. Unbelievable. How dare you? <laughs> Although there's a story about that that I just found out about. If you <laughs> set your 360, uh, if you change the clock and date on your 360 to December 13th, 2004, uh, which is the day Rocksteady was founded, and you go to Calendar Man, he gives you a whole monologue about that. So they actually want you to <laughs> break the terms of service and change your clock. That's nifty. Yes, and that was just found out. A few years ago, I was watching a random Easter egg video on the YouTubes when you go down those rabbit holes with all those clickbaity videos. That was one of them. It would be nice if at E3 they uh, announced Spider-Man would come to the one. If only, if only. Is it? Oh, sorry to derail Spider-Man you. Spider-Man come to the yeah, one. I'm very that's, confused. That's a different developer. <laughs> it is? Yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah. I see you yawning over there. So something that's insomniac. Never mind. Yeah. No, that wasn't a yawn. That was me being very confused. <laughs> what I no, said. Rocksteady needs to make a new game. They're not the same yeah, thing. Like an Aquaman They're not game, the same person. Right? I want a Green Arrow <laughs> game. Like a Booster Gold? Yes, Booster Gold. That'd be great. Oh, you can't boost either. That's against Terms of Service. <laughs> against Terms of Service. So much of this Terms of Service. Nate, why don't you tell us about these Terms of Service? The Terms of Service. Yeah, so in a... An article which I had to double check to make sure it wasn't from The Onion, um, <laughs> they, they updated their community standards um, and they put such silly things as, um, you know, how to um, trash talk uh, in an accepted fashion. Um, basically, just substitute curse words for your favorite vegetable or... Wait, inanimate objects <laughs> it, yeah they're just they were very strange um i wish i had pulled one of those up but the the things uh that that most affect achievement hunters are stipulations saying that you shouldn't do things such as uh try to circumvent regional content restrictions a this big one yes this includes um when xbox gold comes around and for some reason, uh, other countries can't get the bloody, gory games that we get, and instead they get something else. The mall. Yeah. You used to, you used to be able to switch your, uh, your region setting, go visit that country, download that game, and then you would end up getting three games uh, for that. I think uh, that's how I got Zoo Tycoon. Well, that's, uh, yeah. There was Zoo Tycoon, there was... Um, there was that one kind of um, Cobalt. running around and fighting game. Yeah, Cobalt was one. Um, I want to say Loco Cycle mm. was one as well. Mm-hmm. Um, in either case, that is against the rules now. Also, I'm sorry to tell you, X, <laughs> but uh, yeah, visiting <laughs> Turkey to get your games for cheap is probably covered by this uh, as well. So. Yeah, you know, do it, you mm. do it your own but, risk, uh, apparently. Turkey is keto, though, so that's okay. <laughs> um, let's see. What else did they do that's kind of right up our alley? 
Other things that they address directly are things such as manipulating game stats to increase or decrease your standing in a game, since a lot of achievements are tied to leaderboards or, um, you know, finish first in this or whatever. Um, that sort of stuff kind of seems like it might be something they don't want you to do. Uh, using multiple profiles to unfairly manipulate your multiplayer rank. Um, so that, if you have... Yeah. <laughs> so... You're, you're apparently not supposed to have noobs that you just crush uh, that are basically an alt that never plays any real games. Mm-hmm. Um, use unauthorized hardware or accessories. Um, we'll just skip right over that. It's not <laughs> nope. <laughs> um, use exploits to duplicate in-game items. Uh, so uh, all these boosts in Diablo and in Borderlands, uh, that apparently is not cool mm. with Microsoft. Um, oh yeah, you're not supposed to intentionally team kill other players, which I believe means grief kill. Um, so I don't they're think trying it means... to ruin video games. Yeah, so so basically boosting apparently is against terms of service, which is weird. Um, other things, uh, share your profile with another person. So mm-hmm. I, I was under the impression uh, that game sharing was something that they wanted us mm-hmm. to do and that they taught us how to do, and now... Apparently, it sounds like it's against the terms of service. Mm-hmm. Um, I think those are the big ones. Uh, and then just for laughs, yeah, go look at how they tell you how to trash talk because I'm sure that's it. See, it reads like a, an Onion article. It's that. It's that. Oh, and goofy. definitely don't. You so. know what you say? Definitely don't play a game before its release date. Oh. <laughs> We'll see. <laughs> if you yeah, want to trash talk, just say your mother was a hamster and your father smells of elderberries. Oh, nice one. <laughs> say hello to your mother for me. Well, what about yeah. uh, the other big one that uh, boosting people think is going to be people are going to be scared off of that? Yeah, I thought that was covered by the um, one of those other ones, inflating your rank. But you use multiple players to unfairly manipulate your rank. Y- yep. Yeah, but people yeah, were flipping so... out over that stuff. Yeah, well, I think it's it's going to shake down to you know. Are they going to enforce it? No. I mean, I, th- I think these things, I, I didn't check, but I, it sounds like the sort of stuff they wouldn't have wanted you to do anyway. Yeah, a lot of it's really going to change the way. A lot of it's common sense and probably, I would imagine, would have to be stuff that was there before. Mm-hmm. Um, what comes to my mind initially is how, how would you even know with some of these things? How do yeah. you know? Like, th- I don't really know the process for duping in borderlands but i think it has to do with you coming into somebody's game you dropping the gun and then leaving mm-hmm. um yes you drop the gun could... and then dashboard because then it's the gun's on the ground you dashboard before it saves and then that's like and your, your save file is still intact and the right. other person do, yeah how would he how would they know i mean that so gets... i'm not familiar with borderlands but i know that in diablo the way they generate their unique items it's across multiple different um you know stats that they can have so it's pretty rare to find a, an item with the exact same stats uh, and the better the item the more stat bonuses you can get so it would be really rare to have the exact same set of stats with the exact same numbers mm-hmm. um, they could track that um that I, I they could figure that out serial numbers you know <laughs> yeah, they could do that too. Did you see that? Um, I think it was in Get a related your article. There was a, I think there was a related article or a comment where someone was talking about how they really enjoyed their job of embedding serial numbers in the rings of the image <laughs> yeah. from the blades. So what I they would do is that. like that is insane. Yes, that's pretty crazy. It's like watermarking, digitally watermarking 
your dashboard image so that when you share that, they know who you are. That's pretty cool. And and sucks. But that's pretty cool. <laughs> that is something I ne- you, you never could have thought of that. Yeah. Now, the thing I'm, I think they can track the most easily, unfortunately, is that switching regions, right? Because that's, that's going to oh, be yeah. a oh, logged event in easy, their right? system. They could get that. And then also when you, when you purchase, they can totally see tied to your account what funds were used, where the funds were uh, transferred from. That sort of thing would be very easy to um, track and call you out on. Um, so that, that would be the one that I would probably stop doing first. Um, just me. Like, I haven't been doing it that much before. You know, I did log in and get LocoCycle and I got um, Cobalt. But, yeah. They haven't been doing those so so recently. And when they do, it's always the same games. So, you know, I got out while the game was good. Um, but that's probably what I would do. And like I said, don't worry about hardware connected to the Xbox. That's not a thing. It doesn't exist. <laughs> oh, so I can plug my Chronos back in for Idle Champions? Okay. I don't know what you're talking about. We don't use x <laughs> here. Yes. Uh, yeah, and uh, obviously for Achievement Hunters, the manipulating your player rank uh, and kind of going into boosting, you know, that's really a gray area, right? And that's what that's what we do all the time. I mean, L is sitting there manipulating other people's ranks right now in burnout. So, well, and most of the, the nice thing about that though is the games that we're doing that on are really old games for the most part. And that yeah, and that's the, that's the real thing here is, what if we all play Titanfall and some one person is really good and he's. Uh, the, you know, end all be all Titanfall player for a month, but then somebody else takes over and he becomes really crappy. I mean, uh, this is just so, I don't know. Well, the problem with most of this, well, I guess it's not really a problem. It's you have to be reported because Microsoft isn't going to be looking at each of our play habits, habits and see, oh, you know, Kenny is clicking the B button way too fast right now. Right now he must have a Kronos plugged up. You know, that's, there's no way they could possibly track that. So someone else has to report them. Now, something when you're boosting like Titanfall, it's almost impossible to play that game and not get a random at one point. Well, if you have this Mr. Goody Two-Shoes once one is in the game with you and he sees, you know, everyone run over to one guy and letting him kill everyone, you know, he reports and then what? Our boosting is now getting us kicked just or sounds like- banned or something? I mean, does could it happen? Yes. Would it happen? Probably not. Yeah, it just sounds like one person trying to ruin everybody else's fun, if you ask me. Which there is plenty of people out there. I'm one of them, which leads into which, which leads me into one of these points is use a glitch that lets you use your character outside of a multiplayer map. I'm that guy. I'm the one that gets outside of maps all the time. Like uh, the best example for that for me is. In Team Fortress 2, you know, on on the orange box, the one level Dust Bowl, I don't remember the last time I've played that game fa- or that level fairly. If I'm playing that, I immediately go outside the map just because it's fun to, you know, glitch the game. And that's yeah, always been reported. something that's you a uh, reportable offense. I don't think anyone ever got banned for it, but it also, they made it to where, you know, like, oh, what they have it on the 360? What was it called? An unwanted player or something that effect. I forget what they what it was called. You get yeah. put. You get put in like a pool of cheaters or whatever. Yeah, 
you can like dislike the player, so it's harder to match up with them or something like that. Oh so. yeah, right. Yeah. I think uh, the one that probably affects most people uh, that are listening is would have to be the share your profile and you know accessing accounts you don't own. I mean, like Kush said, game sharing has just been a part of the infrastructure of this generation uh, from the beginning. Yeah. And I mean, there's there's documents on how to do it. Uh, I'm pretty sure by Microsoft they have one, I think. Um, and so, I mean, I don't know. It, it's a scary thought to think that your whole account that you've invested a lot of money in and a lot of time in can just be gone uh, for something that might seem relatively you know dumb i don't know it kind of puts things in perspective but at the same time it's how far do you want to push it because until you you know hear of this being taken on by somebody else do you want to you know, push your luck yeah no no doubt on that i mean like you just... like you Fufu, you you are like legitimately using it like i think that they intended to you have a couple xboxes in your home and you want to be able to just purchase the games once. And so, I mean, what if your wife wants to access a game that's on your account? I mean, technically she's accessing an account that she doesn't own. Is that, is that a ban, you know? Yeah. I don't know. It goes against what I thought they originally were setting it up for. Yeah, I, I don't think we're going to see anyone get called out on this, but uh, it's definitely something. Who knows? Let's see what happens in the next year. I mean, yeah, we'll have to watch Reddit for those. Oh, my account's gone posts. <laughs> I would we, imagine you know, game sharing is okay. You know, they're not going to do anything. They're not going to ban anyone or whatever. I would think that this is more in effect for those people who have like one account and 10 people use that account or something like that. Gross. No, terrible. Nobody, no, nobody does that. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna get I'll get dark and have a hypothetical for each of you. Say oh that boy. say that um, worst case scenario happened. You get that email. You can't log into your account. Your account is gone. It's locked. You cannot log into it. You cannot access any of the games that you have bought on that account. Would you start a new one and game the same way you do right now? I can tell you. I've thought about this and yeah, I hard. absolutely would not. Um, I, I just, I couldn't, I couldn't do it. Uh, I might even, I don't think it would cause me to switch uh, platforms necessarily. I but don't know. I, I, I definitely wouldn't be buying all these, you know, cheap games. Uh, and as a matter of fact, I, I could see myself being a Game Pass user and, you know, strictly playing what's on Game Pass. It's obviously the cheapest solution, um, but I don't know. What do you think, Foof? I would I would be beyond pissed for one. Not from the biggest thing that would make me angry is I wouldn't be able to have my gamer tag back. I want Fufu Cuddly Poof. Like I love that name. That is incredible. That's original, and I've had it for the ten or eleven years, however long I've been on Xbox. I've never changed my gamer tag. I would hate for that to get for for me to lose that. As far as the games, and I guess this is one of the perks with the way I achievement hunt, even though you all like to make fun of me, but, <laughs> you know, I play the games that I like to play. I 
enjoy achievement hunting, but I also enjoy the, enjoy gaming. So I'm not sitting here banging my head up against the wall playing all these crappy games or spending 1,200 uh, hours in like Grawl 2, for instance, for a single achievement. Um, but then things like I, Spyro that you've already played, that you already got achievements. Achievements don't matter. You don't want to lose access to Spyro. That okay, that that's where yeah. I was about to go. I was about to go with that. The nice thing about also the way I buy video games is a large portion of my of my games are physical. So you know, I still have that physical library. I can, if I decided to create a new tag, I could still go back and play them. You know, I can get my I can get a whole bunch of my completions that I have now, like the Spyro, or, well, actually not Spyro, like um. Uh, the, the Elder Scrolls. You know, I have Skyrim and Oblivion on disc. I could do. I could get them again if I so choose. But games that I've bought digitally, like Spyro, I I would imagine I'd want to play that again sometime in the future. Now I have no access to that. Yeah, I'm pissed at that. Yeah, or, physical definitely helps circumvent that fear. Yeah. Uh, but in this largely digital age, it's it, it's an issue. That is, and especially since we are going to an all-digital age. Not this coming Xbox, the one that we'll probably be seeing in E3, but I would imagine the next console generation, we won't have a disc tray. Like, this is it probably will be all-digital. And (laughs) if you want to use your physical library, you have to get um, a CD tray to plug into it or something via USB. Yeah, I mean... I would like I said I'd be most angry about my gamer tag. What about you, Will? Yeah, I'd like to say that I would do things differently, but I probably wouldn't. Your six-year plus streak is gone. <laughs> Six-year streak. <laughs> oh, would man, you start a new 15, 15, 16 years of Xbox Live. Yeah. Thousands of dollars in video games. DLC. Uh, maybe not you. Well, you're 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 going super worst case, right? They wipe out all your digital purchases. <laughs> oh everything. yeah. Oh yeah. Great. Because I used the uh, Cronus. Uh, if I had to do it over, I would probably focus more on AAA games. I think. But. Oh, one hundred percent. I tend to enjoy co-op gaming the most, obviously, and multiplayer gaming, and chatting with people. I don't think that would stop. Yeah, and I, and I would definitely play more. Uh, computer games like on steam or whatever or playstation games i wouldn't i wouldn't just be all xbox maybe this wouldn't be such a bad thing oh boy because i play spider-man all right you've been reported (laughs) (laughs) done Uh, what about you kush you haven't answered yet worst case Um, scenario would it change the way i play would it change the gamer score i i feel like i haven't really been going for gamer score in a while Mostly it's just um, just getting games done and on my tag, uh, but I guess now my tag is gone. Uh, you know, I have a large physical collection that I've been meaning to go through, so maybe I'd focus on that some more. Um, I don't think it would stop me from gaming. I don't think I would switch to PlayStation or anything because I've, I've just got this huge green wall back here of, of Xbox discs. So, no, I don't think it would change too much. Yeah. But I would definitely uh, switch my, my gamer tag to Cuckoo Fuddly Poof. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only viable solution there. Yeah, it's the only option. Well, going from the darkest of days and taking away your gamer score, let's talk about 
uh, giving you more gamer score. Yay, Ga- more. So Gameloft, uh, most of you probably have heard of Gameloft. They make some awful free-to-play games uh, on the Windows platform and Windows Phone, or just on mobile platforms in general. Uh, anyways, they are bringing Xbox Live to three of their mobile games. Now, I don't know. It probably says in this article, but uh, okay, iOS and Android. So they are bringing Xbox Live features to Asphalt 9 Legends, Asphalt 8 Airborne, and Dragon Mania Legends. Now, this will probably give um, the various features such as friends list and leaderboards, but more importantly, uh, this can give uh, Xbox achievements. So this means more gamer score on the go, uh, which in theory a is, is, a, is a good thing. Um, in practice, uh, it might end up pretty bad. I don't, I don't know. Uh, does anybody have any thoughts on mobile gaming achievements? It just makes me laugh because Game GameLoft, they have the worst track record with um, with Xbox Live achievement integration already. Naturally. And so w- when it says that they're bringing it to mobile games, I'm like, great. So you're going to fix your old games? But I, I think, I think no, I think they're just going to break you're new You're talking games. about the Windows Phone games? Yeah, I'm talking about the Windows Phone games. I think I'm talking about the PC games. Yeah. Like the, the, didn't they do the Minions game? Minions Rush or Minions Endless Runner. Um, there were other things that they broke too. I think other Asphalt games. Um, and then there was a kind of a WoW clone. I can't remember what that was called. Might and Magic or something. That, that sounds, that sounds like it's familiar. a bigger. Yeah, I think that's a bigger uh, product that's not Game Loft, but it's something similar to that. But I mean, when I started, it was just like playing WoW, but on a phone. So, so really bad. Um, and then I think the achievements have been broken for it. So, yeah. So I just find it kind of funny that they're bringing Xbox Live to mobile games. I mean, I don't really play a lot of mobile games. I play a few. I would love to have them have achievements in all of them. I've never played Asphalt. I have no idea. I mean, I assume it's just a racing game. But yeah, it's a racing game. <laughs> Boring. <laughs> Yuck. Who cares? Dragon Mania Legends. You know, I'm just I'm gonna go look it up now because I'm kind of curious. That one is kind of resource management, kind of. Um, I like it. <laughs> kind of like uh, Clash of Clans ish, but no battling. I believe no battling with other people. If, if it's the one I'm thinking of, but. Yep, it looks like a fantasy Clash of Clans. Um, yeah. I'm sure you guys have absolutely no idea what this game is. But if anyone out there knows, it looks like Summoner's War, kind of. It looks like Summoner's War, and it actually kind of looks like, uh, what was the other dragon game? Dragon, well, okay. It's 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 a mobile game. There's Whenever someone has an idea, there's always 10,000 clones of it. It's the exact same thing. It looks like Dragon City, Dragon Legends. It's just another management game, it looks like. What was the, what was the old one? Um, Tap Zoo. Same thing. Same thing, just reskinned. Which, I mean, that's cool. Dragon Mania Legends, you know, uh, if I can get achievements in that, I'll download that. I'm up for that. Does it say when it's coming? I don't think so. But even if we don't like... It's just something to look forward even to. Even if we don't like these three games, obviously, that opens the door for other titles. Yeah, that is definitely the big thing, is the sure. door is open for more. The collapses of the world and the notable short Windows Phone games. I think the other thing to think about with this is... If you want 
mobile games who have achievements and to be tied to Xbox Live, <clears throat> support these three. You know, if we a whole bunch of people jump on it, log in with their Xbox, maybe it'll incentivize them to put in the more games or for other companies to add, add it in. I would have a counter argument to that, uh, and that would be pay to win. Did you? So, I mean, these these games are usually free to play and heavily microtransaction based. So, uh, would you really want to support games that are two hundred hours completions, but people pay eighty bucks to uh, to get the completion? I don't know. Depends. There are free-to-play games or pay i'm sorry pay-to-win games that are not egregious uh game i just mentioned you know summoner's war you get lots of their good currency in that you can actually play that without ever and do relatively well obviously you do better if you pay for it but you can actually do well without ever putting a sinking a dime into it now other games like for instance anything supercell so you know clash of clans clash royale if you do not put money into that, you will not do well. It's You just can't because they add too much and the things that are in there you have to have gems for. Yeah, so, you won't you won't finish what you're supposed to do in the game. Uh, it was really those games are designed to have no in-game in exactly. or in-goal. In uh, there's no stopping point. Um, so they can always just add a little thing here that takes you six months to get via you know free play. At the least, I, I, I don't know. We've seen this before on you know various Windows um, games, uh, and, and even some Xbox games like Gems of War, right? Um, yeah, so that's a real it, good example. It's just how much. It, it, it's not going to affect the ecosystem. I don't think uh, it, it more comes along the lines, uh, probably of contests. You know that we that we participate in, like True Achievement Contest and whatnot, G Task. You know, so. Well, so <clears throat> let's take it a little bit further, right? So Gameloft is doing this, but they're probably doing that because the SDK uh, has been provided to them and they're just the first on it because, man, they turn out a lot of stuff. Um, Gameloft, they're really busy uh, with all their mobile stuff. So let's say a good developer starts putting mm-hmm. out games, um, games they actually want to play, like match three games and uh, you know, brain teasers or, you know, uh, puzzle games, those sorts of things. Would that be more enticing and would that change your opinion? Um, I would probably welcome those games more. Yeah. I wouldn't mind Xbox puzzle Live and like a Candy Crush. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we got Solitaire, we got Wordman, something along that vein. Yeah, we need something more. Yeah, like, it's been forever. Oh, something else. Yeah. So I missed that on Windows Phone. I would totally re-download Angry Birds for some achievements. Guess what? Angry Birds 2 is coming out. The movie. (sighs) (laughs) (laughs) You're the only person in this community excited for that game, that movie. (laughs) Forget about that movie. Detective Pikachu is coming out. That's better than Angry Birds. Speaking of buying tickets to Detective Pikachu... Is there anything else on sale this week that you're interested in? Ooh, a sale gway. Uh, <laughs> that was. <laughs> Feel free to edit that out. No, no, no. That's edit that oh, in. Oh, I'm glad you asked. <laughs> if I had to endure that, so does so does the listener. <laughs> Corey, are you picking up anything this week? 
Um, likely. Um, so yeah, Fallout 4 Season Pass. I've mentioned it before. Uh, this game I have the base completion on, and the DLC has never uh, fancied my wallet uh, enough to uh, to want to buy it and actually get the real completion out of the game. But this week it is on sale uh, for I think like sixteen fifty, uh, which is super low compared to what I've seen it before. Um, and so to get that, you know, get the true completion for that that cheap, um, it, it's definitely on my uh, short list there. The other one to know is Strider for the Xbox 360, Metroidvania. It's like three yes. or four bucks. Um, I have the I have the one version already. Uh, need to do it, but I don't know. It, it could be an easy stack, and so the Fallout. We'll I might get it. Sixteen fifty. It's a fun game. I hear good things, so it could definitely happen. Well, you have to talk to one. Have to talk to other people than me, though. <laughs> uh, one thing I do want to mention is we are in sales is that um, until, I want to double check my dates here just to make sure I get them 100% correct. Uh, so until May 19th, uh, while supplies last, there is a deal going on with Microsoft where you can buy a $50 gift card, digital gift card, and get a $10 code uh, a few days afterwards uh, or up to 10 days afterwards. So not a bad deal if you're going to be buying some games anyways. May nineteenth is what you have uh, to look at. Look at that. Uh, we have links in our Wheeling and Dylan channel if you uh, want to take the lazy way out. I actually already did that and got my ten dollar uh, email. Oh wow! Oh, wow, nice. So, same day, just a few hours. Yeah. Yeah, I, I will likely uh, be doing that as well. I think L was L might have already done it too. I actually laid out fifty bucks, but I didn't get the ten dollars yet. You always Check. have problems with these promotions. Mm, are they supposed to send it right away? I thought they said within... Well, it took a while. It took a couple hours. But I, I thought I saw a toast as I was sitting down to uh, record tonight. Mm, and I thought it popped toast. up. <clears throat> That's yeah. well, keto-friendly. So you, you, you obviously <laughs> you obviously have something in mind. So what, what's on your list for you to use? Oh, my goodness. Uh, $60 worth of games. That's all. Um, <laughs> don't spend it all rainy day, place. rainy day. You so don't want to buy too I, much digital, and what happens if you lose your account? That's true. That's true. Yeah, with the, the impending uh, reports that are going to be going as soon as this episode airs. Um, so I'm looking at Nippon Marathon. That's ninety ninety. It's nine dollars down from fifteen. That's an action game. Uh, Have you looked? There at is no way to describe this game. <laughs> It's similar to like a Katamari Damacy or a Donut County. Like, how do you explain what it is? I, th I think I think you're running from left to right, and craziness happens. And yeah, um, <laughs> it, it must be seen to be believed. Uh, and it's only nine dollars, so it may be time. Um, I'm also looking at the long hey, reach. Do you know what Nippon is... means? <laughs> Nippon. Um, Moving right along. The Long Reach <laughs> is 374 down from 15. It is a puzzle action adventure that's one to two hours and it has a walkthrough. Um, I think we might have talked about this one before. We did a little bit, yeah. Yeah, so I, I don't think I purchased it. I may have access to it. I will have to double check. Uh, not that that would violate any terms of service. <laughs> um, and then I may pick it up because it is so cheap. 
Uh, I don't want to take up all the time, but I would like to mention one other game that I've got my eye on. I won't be picking it up now, but I'm hoping by the end of the year uh, Capcom will go for a steeper sale. Uh, it's Onimusha Warlords. I really liked this game uh, when it first came out. I think it was the PlayStation. That was where Onimusha came out. Yep, um, yep, yep. It, yeah, it's $15 down from 20 It's not that cheap yet I, I would love to see a 50 percent. if it hits that then i'm, I'm definitely just gonna snag it eight to ten hours um but yeah so i'm keeping my eye on that one what about you l well nippon in case you were curious <laughs> <laughs> means japan oh you're expecting a wise arse remark but nope and it's funny that you mentioned animusha another japanese game so I've decided to pick up something decidedly American. America. Puyo Puyo Champions. <laughs> <laughs> which of uh, course nice. But that's not on which sale. Of course is it is on the sale? Very, well No, but you but um Corey asked it, it, Corey it, did Corey it's asked on sale. It, it, I know it's not on sale. Podcast. But Corey asked what what to buy with the money, so I, I was gonna be ah. a nice guy and buy that for Michelle since she buys uh most everything else. <laughs> That's against the terms of service. Surprise! Now you can gift. That, oh, that, okay. That's legal. Is it against the terms okay, of service better. that I t- used Fair. your credit card to get the fifty dollars in the first place? <laughs> Not Microsoft terms. Of service. <laughs> <laughs> you better hurry up! I know she's had her eye on that. Uh, I'll make her wait for it. But it looks like there's a Capcom sale and an Activision Blizzard sale and DLC sale. Just lots of sales. But nothing really Cha-ching. caught my eye. The Fallout Four was that sixteen fifty? It just sounds like so much. What is that? But I guess it's a lot of content. I assume, right? It, that's a lot. The season pass is normally like fifty bucks. Jeez, Jeez. I was thinking. I was thinking you were going to mention the Sunset Overdrive. Oh, I have a funny story about that. Oh, I said to Michelle, "Ooh, the Sunset Overdrive uh, <laughs> season pass is on sale." And this doesn't happen to me too often, but I went to look and I already had it. So. Probably got it. How much is that? A couple of years ago. Six fifty nine down from twenty. Ooh, that's not bad. It's a decent season pass too, from what I recall. I mean, I like the whole game, so take that with a grain of salt. Is it See, I similar never did the season pass? I might have to pick that up. Is it yeah. similar type stuff? Yeah, yeah. I think it adds like you know the same kind of stuff in like a new island. Okay. Then I'm sure it's good. And then you have your now, that was, game typical was stuff that's always on sale, like the Mass Effect DLCs and the Dragon Age DLCs and the Fallout DLCs. Didn't was it a title update or was it the, the season pass that added like um, two achievements that were paired? I think for a hundred points, uh, one was ninety nine and so, one yeah. was one. Yeah, it was it, like for going around. And, that was a title update. I think yeah. it was one ninety nine and one. Yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah hundred nine. Not too much in the quick game department this week. The only one really is the Babylon 2055 pinball. Is a there were two pinball games for sale, so, I don't so know if there's this a one pinball resurgence. Two thousand fifty cents instead of five dollars, and TA lists it as a one to two hour completion. But who knows about that one? Doubt. <laughs> yeah, Kush, you do have one on your list that nobody mentioned it, and you didn't oh. either. Uh, Torque L oh. Physics Modified Edition. What is that? Mm-hmm. Uh, so that is a game. Yes. I would imagine <laughs> so. It is, it is, 
It is listed as a puzzle platformer. It's $4 down from $10. Um, I like puzzle platformers. Um, I've never heard got of physics it. in the title. Um, yeah, well, there's probably a reason for that. Uh, I don't think it was picked up by a lot of people. Um, it The art style reminds me of a Thomas Was Alone um, sort of game. Uh, I believe you're in a cube. Uh, and every side is a different color. And I'm going to assume that every color has a different property. Um, and then I guess based on the way you <laughs> orient the cube, but I'm just making stuff up. I have no idea. Hmm. Uh, it's just $4 down from 10 and that's enough to pique my interest. <laughs> and like I said, they have the word physics in the title. I'm, I'm a sucker for physics. So yeah, there's not many people that have played this only 31 track gamers. Yeah. I might have to give this one some love. It says Xbox one windows, but does that mean it's play anywhere? I would assume, yeah. Yeah, this game's been out for a year and a half. Or what? No. Yeah, like a year and a half, two years. And 31 track gamers. Yeah, not So, um, Torque L, eh? Torque L. Uh, it's funny enough, the description for the easiest achievement says, you did beat L route. Mm. <laughs> I will not make any jokes about that. So, production value all around. <laughs> Pretty much. Root L. Yeah. I don't know. I, I might look into that one as well. That's uh, 60% off. We'll see. Yeah. I like that it's really obscure as well. Wow. It looks like a really bad mobile game. They're hard so it is. maybe Game Loft will pick it up. Uh, so guys, uh, I started Wargroove this week. It came to Game Pass. And it's Play Anywhere, so that's exciting. It's a turn-based strategy game akin to Final Fantasy Ooh. Tactics. I mean, I've, I've heard Advanced Wars. Mm, I was thinking Advanced Wars, um, yeah. Well, I never played that game, but Final Fantasy Tactics is the same type of game. All right, I'm with you, Will. You with me? You know what I'm talking about? I hear you. But there's no chocobos, unfortunately. But there are soldiers and Dogs. wars and grooves going on. So, so far, I did the first level or two. It seems kind of fun. And there is some co-op. I believe it's two to four player co-op, but I'm not quite sure if any achievements are tied to those or if that would make anything easier. I hope to look more into that. Well, first co-op, we know you'd play. Uh, Wolfenstein 2 came out. I know that they have a really impossible mind limit achievement, but uh, my hang up on this one is I wanted to play the first couple first. I haven't gotten to those yet. So before I play that one, I want to play the older ones. Yeah. Corey knows a lot about Descenders. Maybe you can tell us. Got some news from Kingsman um, about it earlier as well. It's a good game. Um, our correspondent on the field, Kingsman, has notified us that there are some <laughs> <laughs> there are some messy achievement uh, progression glitches with some of these. Uh, I think there's he mentioned that there's some unlock X amount of items achievements, and his uh, tracker was not going up after a certain time, and uh, they they were off by each other. So there's obviously some glitchy achievements in there, but he has gotten in contact with the developer and a patch is already in certification. Uh, so that should be fixed relatively soon. Maybe by the time you listen to this. So don't let that stop you from enjoying this fun game. I will start it next month since I'm not starting any new games this month. Darn so in other words, he'll start it in a, in a week and a half. No, I'm sticking to my guns. Can I get that full combo? Definitely can't play anything until I get that. You interested in any of these games, Nate? 
Um, yeah, I started Wargroove um, just because uh, I have no self-control. Uh, <laughs> it was downloadable on the PC, um, <laughs> so I wanted to check it out there. And yeah, it does remind me of Advance Wars. Um, something I forgot about those Fantasy types of Tactics. games. Or Final Fantasy Tactics, if you're, you know, if you're wrong. Um, but they, um, th- these games take a long time. I, I had forgotten how long the turn-based um, matches could go. I, I was just on like the, let's say the second or third board where you first get, I think, archers. And they start teaching you about um, special unit abilities and such. Uh, ways to maximize their damage or get bonus damage. Uh, and that that match took a long time. Um, so that was like the second or third board. So I'm, I'm a little worried that it is just going to take a lot of time uh, down the road. But it is fun. And it is, you know, if I don't have my Xbox with me, uh, I could definitely see being at the beach or um, wherever and just having a laptop and just this being the thing I do at night. Um to kind of get my gaming fix going. So, uh, and Descenders, I am looking forward to trying out. I, I know very little bit about it. I believe that it has to do with motorcycles and jumping off cliffs. So, um, descending. Um, I'm almost close. It's bicycles. Oh. And there's ramps. I don't think there's any cliffs, though. There could be. Oh, but there is cooking, right? Um, there might be a. Guess dough pot thing. That's why the, I said they the ramp, world. <laughs> that's why I said they ramped up the difficulty before. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I'm pretty sure I know everything about it. So yeah, I'm looking forward to trying that. So I'm looking on the app and I don't see it, but uh, you remember last week that for the king game is supposed to come out on the 10th, but it said Game Pass users could do it on the 7th. Yes, uh, it's the 7th today <laughs> as of recording. I don't see it, but they lied. That's to coming us. out as well. Hmm. It, it might. It might not launch on the Xbox until the 10th. We'll see. Dirty liars. All right. Well, let's get into our contest corner. First contest we're going to talk about, as always, is the BCM slash Frame Holes Challenge. This week is to complete a game with any form of gambling in it. Corey, let's start with you. What game are you going to complete? Well, I'm glad that you started with me because I had so much trouble coming with this one. So I went with uh, probably a stolen guess here but borderlands 2 um i looked at all the casino genre games and yeah there's nothing in that list that will be completable by me uh in in this year's time so borderlands 2 has a slot machine in sanctuary where you can gamble your money (laughs) for a random gun or something it could be a grenade or even more money or iridium is it is iridium you gamble i don't even remember now but it's gam- you gamble gambling in the way. And you can get a This may come I'll as, take that. This may come as a surprise to you guys, but um oftentimes when I get lost, uh <laughs> Michelle and Foof just sit there gambling waiting for me. <laughs> for hours. <laughs> if you really want to know Okay, if we have ninety hours in this game, forty of them is me sitting in front of that stupid machine just gambling away the money that's worthless. Okay, you can't be in a different zone, and the zone where the gambling is is not very big. Uh, have you met, met L? I've not played a game like this so open with L. No, it's um, you gotta you gotta keep him on the linear games so he doesn't drift. Except he's playing Burnout. Uh... If you got, if no one here has ever boosted without, it is a good time. It's an experience. <laughs> you should try it. 
It's it's definitely something you should have Listen, on your bucket list. If I want to walk so, around so, so, yeah. and give Claptrap his 46th high five, that's what I'm going to do. <laughs> All right? There's no reason. So, yeah, that slot machine is enough for me to qualify it as a gambling, I think. So we'll go with that. Like I've said before, I, I only have a little bit of cleanup left to do on the, the one version of that. Um, yeah, that's definitely gambling. Gambling. He said uh, any form of gambling. So gambling your time I, I away. Could, I could not think of a single other uh, non-poker game uh, to pick from. So uh, Red Dead Redemption. Uh, <laughs> okay, I'm not completing that one either. <laughs> uh, what about you, L? What are you completing? Restorado. I don't remember Restorado gambling has poker. In that game. Red Dead. Uh, Red Dead was the first one that came to mind. Yeah, West Toronto. I am not going to be and, playing. Uh, well, you guys go ahead. Maybe, uh, maybe I'll steal I'll, your I'm going to come up with a different answer and say Borderlands 2. Oh, the 360. 360. <laughs> but what I actually gotcha. was going to quickly say is that we started the Mr. Torg's campaign of Carnage, and it was freaking hilarious. Carnage. Oh, my gosh. It is so good. No, not Caforna that, that, that's one. That's one of the better DLCs. It's not the best. Uh, you know oh, what? It's good. If you play with four people and all four of us are laughing, you might change your tune. That's part of the fun to me. We're all well, just maybe, like, but have you played Tiny Tina yet? Uh, Prue, We're saving that for last. Prue said that one has to be last. Yeah. I don't know. You come across Tina in that DLC, and she seems unfunny compared to Torg's just over-the-top loudness and stuff he says is just insane. <laughs> oh, he was great. I I missed a couple of jokes because I was laughing so hard. But um, the slot machines in that one explode now, or <laughs> something. You gotta watch out for those slot machines. I couldn't think of any real answer besides Borderlands too. So we'll just use oh, that for every story. Yeah, yeah. On to Kushmos. Uh, yeah. So um, <clears throat> this month I'm trying to complete some Metroidvanias uh, since I I did take some time off the past. Two months? month, Certainly one month. Uh, maybe two months. Um, so I, I jumped into a whole bunch of stuff. I fired up Headlander again, Sundered, um, and hell yeah, Wrath of the Dead Round. Hell yeah. Which, yep, which happens to have uh, slot machines. So one of the achievements is to uh, basically get triple sevens. And I did that while falling asleep last night on the couch. <laughs> so all I have to do is complete the rest of the game. Uh, and then that's my guy. Now, does that one, is that pretty grindy? You just got to keep going and going? I guess if you fell asleep doing it, that might answer the question. Yeah, so so that achievement is, um, you know, it's just, you know, how close are you, how much of a personal relationship do you have with RNG, Jesus? <laughs> and, um, yeah, it took me a while. So <laughs> I was just sitting there, I, you know, as I was just hitting the X button, I was looking at the uh, solution, and some people said they got it on their third try. Some people got it on their 15th try. I got it um, probably in half an hour, but uh, I did it for maybe 10 minutes, then went and did some stuff, killed some bosses, came back, uh, did it again. I was like, well, you know, it's, you know, I'm looking at the clock and I'm thinking, okay, well, it's not two yet why don't i just do this for eight more minutes and then when it's 2 a.m i'll stop Goodness. and uh, yeah and i got it at that point at one point but it was getting to the point where i was playing it and i was hitting the x button and then i realized a minute or two later that i hadn't done anything 
and that my eyes were closed. It's uh, <laughs> like, oh, geez. Okay, well, let me try this again. So, um, yeah, it, it was pretty rough. Um, you, you could maybe use an, uh, a device to do that. And some people said that they just did that overnight and they came back and they had a, you know, a, a ton of money, which helps with the other achievement of buying all the guns because um, then you don't have to worry about money. Uh, you just have to worry about progressing to the point where you can buy those guns. It's um, it's not my favorite Metroidvania, um, but but still, it counts. Last what about you, Kenny? Well, I'm surprised no one said it. It's such an easy completion, but I'm going for Prominence Poker. Yeah, easy. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, this was not the easiest of categories. Um, I'm going to try to clean up Fable 2. Oh, they do have the what they call the pub games in there, so that's close enough. That counts as gambling. I was gonna think like any GTA or maybe Saints Row would would qualify. I would imagine there's gambling in Grand Theft Auto by there's darts. Yeah. Ask your nephews that you can play. <laughs> Surprisingly, not against the terms of service. <laughs> well, speaking right. of gambling, we took a gamble and took a challenge from the RGS podcast for RTDL. And as of recording, May 7th at 11 p.m. Yankee time, <laughs> uh, Team Achievement Hunting 101 is ahead by the score of 50 to 36. Yeah, suck it, real gamer score. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Can't say it. Yeah. The podcast. Ah, <laughs> uh, Waka Pale has 15. Rocker Dude has 14. I have 10. Michelle has seven, and Elroy OMJ Slacker has four. What the L? What the RTDL? Chin Doctor is leading the Aussies with 15. Professor Pluto has eight. Jester and uh, Jester has eight. X-Lax. Ben L has five, and Mr. Planting with the goose egg. So step it up, folks. Uh, you forgot about the third team. Oh, uh, Team Z. Team Z to Z. <laughs> How are they doing? Uh, let's see. Uh, Pralx has 12, and Freem has 6. Not bad, 18. <laughs> so, uh, relatively speaking, uh, not too bad. No, they have a third member, <laughs> oh, too. Oh, uh, What the Fug uh, wanted to join the team, so he now has a purple <laughs> color, and he also has a zero, so he's not really helping them out too much. He's their planting. No, well, you know. Spaz is still purple. And, and they said there are substitutions, right? Um, We'll talk about it next month. You want to get in there? No, I'm curate just saying. Curate your list with know. only Metroidvanias? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to curate my list. So if I get on there, that sounds like work. It does sound like work. Nah. Here's the thing. If we go by points, mm. we'll probably lose. If we go by unlocks, <laughs> we might lose. But we might be closer. <laughs> Love that optimism. We're gonna. I I get relative. I always get low draws when it comes to points. Now oh, I do have a lower yes. pool, but Homer he only has six hundred more unlocks than me, and he has two thousand more points available. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't get it. There's hard stuff on well, my there's, That's why it's random. Collusion. Chin but is cheated. it me, or does it seem like even the rest of the community is more into it this month? It's only the seventh. Uh, I mean, I haven't been paying as much attention as you have. Well, usually there are definitely more people than just us. And uh, I have in ten. Top ten spot. I have ten. 
and I'm in. You're the only person with I've... double digit unlocks <laughs> that isn't in the top ten. Well, going for easy stuff. But even though yeah. even, I'd still be in the top five at this point normally, I'm sitting at 14th. Competition is good. Uh, and of More course, if anyone has any multiplayer achievements they need help with, let us know. We'll do our best to help you out. And Take it the hashtag and help us out too. General. And last but not least for tonight, we got to take it on over to Proclamation Point. That's not how you do it. I know. It's not my thing. Proclamation Point. That's not your thing there. either. You're not X. You told me to clip at least once per episode. All right. Mr. Buck Marley, 155, has 350 completed games. Nice job. Rocker Dude has 75 achievements. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What? What? I'm, do a little multiplication there. <laughs> that seems low. I got more than 75 this month. 7,500 achievements. So far. 7,500. There you go. I said that. You said 75. You forgot the 100. <laughs> I won't we'll edit to, that, so we'll see if we heard We'll have to go to back to the videotape or the audio tape. Kush Moose has 12 achievements. One. <laughs> 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 Oopsie, Kush has 12,000 achievements, and Mr. Redemption has 62,000 achievements. Jeez. Ouch. And we suck, Kush. <laughs> I know. Unbelievable. Jeez. Redemption has more achievements won than people, than the majority of people Combined. have gamer score. Oh. That yes. is insane. All right. We're going streaking. X Towers, 1,800 days. And Mr. Carnage with 2,000 days. Wow. Nice. That's very long. <laughs> Tommy has gotten 150,000 gamer score. Kingsman, a.k.a. Trader, has 350,000 <laughs> gamer score. Why would you call him a traitor? He's a nice guy. Mm, we've had our differences lately. But that's okay. I was going to talk about what's in the sandwich of the week, but now I'm not going to talk about ham and cheese. Damn it. In something unrelated, what do you think about buying DLC for Burnout? <laughs> well, as it turns out, it was uh, kind of a waste of money. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, Cops and Robbers DLC costs five dollars, and it takes about ten minutes to finish. Meanwhile, we got all of <laughs> Burnout Remastered for five dollars on sale, <laughs> which comes with all the DLC. Well then. So yeah, in terms of value for gameplay, it's uh yeah. I think it was only fifty gamer score also. Sounds like a rat I like it. But with no, Where was you know, I? Much, uh gamer score. But was that DLC multiplayer? It was multiplayer. Okay, so How do you so think I expected it? to play with multiple multiple players. But if yeah, only we mean, had a community. It's in the title, to do cops and robbers. It implies multiple people. Yeah, not cops and alts. I guess. Oh, just wasn't sure if you could have waited for a sale or if you had to get it now oh. before oh. server oh, shut down. Yeah, yeah, I don't think it's going on sale. Good luck. AKA Bob Marley, 21. Where'd you... Well, he has 550,000 gamer score. Oh, this this person, haven't said it in a while. Elroy OMJ. Love that guy. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're supposed to say Nippon Marathon. Has 650,000 gamer score. Beer Me has 400,000 TA score. Kenny's friend, Mr. This is Freem, has 450,000 TA score. The new Mama Pitart has 500,000 TA score. She's been playing Brady. those She's been playing those Nippon visual novels. <laughs> <laughs> and Dunkos also has 500,000 TA score. All right. Leaderboard time. 
Kronos is in the top 10,000 of the TA leaderboard for action-adventure games. Nicely done. High Road version 2 is now in the top 2,000 of the completed games leaderboard for Xbox One. Kitty Skies is in the top 500 for TA leaderboard for ID at Xbox. And Philip Wendell is now in the top 20,000 for most packages of D-Pens purchased. Oh, I mean TA difference <laughs> leaderboard. Because he's old. Ah. Do you guys want to sing happy birthday to Death Dealers? Happy birthday to you. Well, Death Dealer's birthday was on May 6th, and he told me to keep it quiet, but I will not. But Mr. Stooshnikin's birthday is actually today, May 7th. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. And in our community spotlight, uh, completely unrelated to P-Tart's milestone, is Mighty Mango, who (laughs) finally (laughs) has reached a milestone of 900,000 gamer score. Nice. Congrats. He had a gamer score goal to reach it by July 22nd, so he has conquered that uh, by a couple of months. And I imagine he will be going for the million now. That is the next. And that would, of course. So Mighty Mango has reached 900,000, and Achievement Fest is coming up. And that might be a good a place as any for him to hit his 1 million, in which he will fulfill his Minnesota quota. And that was proclamation all right well with that now about wrap it up for us once again we have switched hosts from lipson to podbean so if you look so we cannot find so you cannot find a show on lipson anymore alternatively if you for some reason don't have access to itunes like a normal person you can listen to us on spotify or youtube wherever it is that you do listen to us please like and review us that really helps us out that's more people be able to find the show and therefore grow the community. But most importantly, smash that subscribe button. If you would like to send us a Twitter tweet, we are on Twitter at Achievements101. Our mixer is mixer.com slash AH101. And join the community and jump into the conversations. Discord is discord.io slash AH101. Just search AH101. We're probably there. All right, guys, class dismissed. Talk to you next week. I don't want to get some sun. I just want to get some Chivos all day long. Hello, everyone. I'm Wakapale, and this is week four of our Soma discussion, the penultimate episode. Last week, we got flushed out into the sea, and uh, I heard that Dinable was actually glad to get out there. Yes. <laughs> For once. <laughs> yeah, I was at the time. I also have Ben L72 with me. Hi there. So, we're flushed out into the sea. Our objective is to find a new diving suit so that we can go down into the abyss without getting crushed and send the Ark or the uh, Matrix into space. We are heading for Omicron where the suit is supposed to be located. After a brief walk... We find the station. Unfortunately, it is in lockdown and is covered in biohazard signs. <laughs> there are corpses outside with a team that were attempting to get inside but uh, failed doing so. Catherine also mentions that the WoW's primary directive is preserving humanity and that it doesn't seem to share most humans' definitions of humanity or life for that matter. <laughs> Uh, To get into uh, Omicron, 
you have to lift the lockdown in a small room outside of the main station. Uh, in the room you find a corpse of someone who seems to have gotten a shot to the head or his head has exploded and doesn't look good. And you can't read his mind for some reason the way that you have been able to do with all the other corpses that you've found around the place. It is then explained to you by Catherine that uh, all the humans down uh, on the stations have black boxes in their heads uh, which store information and this is how you have been able to read the minds of dead people. Although it doesn't give any satisfactory explanation yet why several of the ones you find here you still can't read or get a kind of null signal from as far as I could figure out. The black boxes have all exploded. Ah, I must have missed some. It is explained that the WoW has uh, overloaded the black boxes, killing everyone. There were some bodies I found that had heads still, and I couldn't read those either. There are notes around explaining that uh, the black boxes have been acting up, and uh, people have been feeling rather bad until they overload and explode their heads. Some more gruesome than others. Uh, I got part of that. I got people having migraines and the signal in the black boxes, but uh, didn't realize the heads had uh, (laughs) exploded from that. Yeah, if you looked around and see the bodies around the station, you notice that they many of them do not have a head at yeah. all. They are missing. Some of them just have uh, their heads half missing. A lot of headless bodies. Mm-hmm. That's explained a bit later in the episode that the WoW has been uh, overloading the black boxes and they can't really tell why. They are speculating uh, that it has something to do with uh, one of the researchers called Johan Ross, who arrives at the station, but is dead. Uh, Before you get into Omicron, the main door malfunctions. Uh, You have to go through the back door, where there's a brief platforming section. Inside Omicron, there's a strange creature that's sort of semi-invisible. It pops up from time to time and tells you strange things. And the first thing it tells you is that you need to stop it. And it's not clear what it is that you need to stop. If you just need to turn around or if there's, you actually have to stop something. Also, it seems like there's like messages popping up on the screen now. I don't know if it happened on that early in the level or this playthrough. But I remember seeing like as at one point I'm being on a computer and it popping up, we suffer, yeah. like on my screen. Yeah, there are a lot of glitched in uh, messages when you look at computer screen this time. Uh, throughout the station every time you interact with a console it gives you a um, message for half a second or so from time to time. Yeah so I wasn't entirely sure whether the messages on the computer were different from the voices in my head in terms of is there two things trying to contact me or just one? I'm still not sure yet. I'm guessing things will be clearer but the strange creature that is communicating with you and sending you codes through the terminals and uh, you're not entirely sure if it's just in your head or not or if there is something else going on because it really doesn't behave very realistic it pops up here and there and uh, you don't really know if it's there or not but it keeps giving you information that you haven't learned yet you quickly find a suit and you're in luck there's a already a dead person inside the suit (laughs) oh that part was nasty (laughs) 
Uh, Simon is not very happy about the plan Catherine comes up with. Uh, you cannot put the suit onto your body. You have to uh, put your mind inside the suit the same way that Simon is currently is. Uh, and to do that you need to find a cortex ship, some structured gel and a battery pack. So you wander Omicron looking for those things. All the time getting new messages that tells you to stop the wow. There are some bodies lying around that one person especially is uh, just as a is full of gears and uh, fans and uh, other technology in his chest, half alive, like that almost strange. <laughs> yeah, and uh, you cannot communicate with it, or uh, but it makes some very strange noises while you pass it, but it doesn't seem aware of your presence. You also found. A lot of uh, drawings and crazed writings uh, telling you that the WoW is in Alpha and that it needs to be destroyed. Take the gel to Alpha, I think, was one of them. Yeah. There's also some more information about Alpha. Not directly. It just seems to be a... The workers do not know if it actually exists or not. It seems to be very hush-hush. So there's some kind of secret project going on there. You also learned that the WoW is using structure gel to change humans and other creatures and uh, you started to see some uh, wildlife outside that uh, seem a bit robotic in the same way that the creatures are that try to kill you. You also get to reanimate a dead rat if you choose to. Wait, you can do that? Yeah. What? I could figure I messed with the rat, but it didn't seem like it was working. It took a while to do it, but it starts just twitching a bit and wagging its tail, but uh, it wasn't very dramatic. Uh, no, it's not dramatic, but you can open it and, uh, well, you can't pick it up, but you can take a close look at it and it doesn't seem to enjoy its new condition very much. <laughs> you need to use some structure gel to re- repair uh, a chip to get to a container of structure gel that you bring back to make the suit. Now, that I didn't get. I was wandering all over looking for some kind of chip repair station. I was thinking mechanical. I didn't go to the structure gel. It explains in the computer uh, that you can use structure gel to repair any kind of electronics. Yeah, I read most of that. I just didn't put two and two together. Yeah, it actually tells you exactly what you need to do. And I did the same thing the first time I played this game. I walked uh, around looking for a repair station. Didn't realize I just had to move it across the room. (laughs) Put it on the other side of the room and put some structure gel on it. There's also more information about uh, Johan Ross. His body returned from the abyss and... When it did, that's when the problems with the black boxes started. It seems like the WoW is uh, trying to get to Johan Ross for some reason. It's also explained that the WoW kills everyone in Omicron by overloading their black boxes. Seemingly trying to get to Johan Ross's corpse. Once you've collected everything, is there anything about the... uh, gathering of things that you want to mention um only that playing as i am in not safe mode the battery pack was hidden behind another monster that was uh quite tricky to get past i ended up basically being beaten up by him on the way in grabbing the battery pack and getting beaten up on the way out to the edge of death <laughs> but uh, just barely managed not to die 
On safe mode, that's actually a monster that didn't, at least for me, he didn't react to me at all. Oh, he reacts. Like when I walked in to get it, like he just stood there. The same for me when I played in the safe mode now. No, he reacts big time when you're not in safe mode. <laughs> oh. I, I think I threw a brick at his head to make it uh, react while I, when I played in normal mode, and then it shuffled over to the other side, and I took the thing and uh, ran away. Uh-huh. The, the brick doesn't hurt them, it just makes it react that something is there. Yeah, once you have prepared the diving suit, Catherine offers to... Uh, take the body in case Simon doesn't want it but uh, he doesn't want to get left alone so he decides to get into the, a mind scanner sorry about any discomfort this should be over soon it's like having a picture taken but with the most expensive camera in the world you know Indians thought photos would steal their souls in this case they'd be right <laughs> and is put inside the new diving suit at this point, Simon realizes that uh, he did not transfer into the new suit. He made a copy of himself, and the old Simon is still there in the chair. Which, in hindsight, I should have realized, but came as a shock to me. And it certainly comes as a shock to Simon. He is not very happy with there being two Simons around. At this point, you can choose whether to kill your old body or not. I killed him. Me too. I took him out. Yeah. Uh, given, given that Simon had just said, I don't want to be left here in this nightmare, I felt it would be cruel not to. Yeah, my first playthrough, I left him alive up there and went down. <laughs> oh no. And uh, the second time, I killed the old body. I'm not. The game doesn't tell you if you do a good or bad thing there. Uh, there is uh, some other dialogue. Uh, once you get into the elevator down into the abyss. Hey, I, I died trying to get into the abyss right after that part. I walked right, I, I walked completely forward, and for whatever reason I just thought I could just drop down. This is a, It's a big drop, it's four kilometers down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it just dropping didn't work. Okay. <laughs> That's why you take the elevator. Well, I didn't, I didn't realize the elevator was just to the right to me. I just jumped, jumped. I saw, I saw a hole. I was like, oh, this is where I'm supposed to go. And I just like, ah! dropped right down. Uh, unfortunately, that did not work. No. <laughs> and it's about this point I had a glitch, because that's where you're meant to get the first achievement of this week you're meant to get. And my internet failed, which I thought, no problem, I'll just carry on playing. As soon as it reconnects, it'll give me that achievement. It never did. So I've got uh... achievement number eight, but not number seven. Well, that's strange. Uh, if you want to fix it, you can uh, load an earlier save. Uh, it saves rather frequently, but it, it's not the entire game. So you might want to get that done and then load a later save. Okay, I didn't even realize there were saves to be loaded. I always just continued. Right, that's something to look into. There are uh, plenty of autosaves. Mm-hmm. I don't know how far back it goes, but it is at least two hours or so. So it shouldn't be... You should still have the save to be able to load it right close to the achievement and then uh, uh, reload uh, one of your later saves. Excellent. Thanks for the tip. I was looking down the barrel of something like a seven hours of replaying on safe mode. So that's much better. You don't have to do that. You take the lift. You're going to a depth of four kilometers during that very long elevator ride. Simon has an existential crisis. 
he's not happy with having killed himself well or not having killed himself he is not very happy being a robot uh, Catherine is not much of an help she, she seems uh, she seems to like her existence or at least is completely unconcerned with any spiritual aspects Simon is worried about a queue of himself lining up at the afterlife and saying, sorry, the bloke who got here a hundred years ago is the one who gets in, the rest of you don't make it. You also called her a monster right before the elevator ride, so she's not being very responsive either. <laughs> no, she's not. She is, uh, well, she tries to, when Simon asks uh, Catherine to comfort him, she just straight up says, I, I don't want to upset you. And uh, then uh, Simon convinces her to just talk about anything and she shares a story from her life that doesn't really have anything to do with anything. While you're going down, the there's a brief power outage uh, where you have to just go up and uh, flip a switch to get the elevator going again. The visuals on that part was nice. With the glowing jellyfish, yes. Yeah, yep. When the power outage happens... Uh, they reflect a little bit more about uh, what it's like getting pulled in and out of existence. And uh, Catherine just says that yeah, she barely notices it. She just goes down for, for a moment and then starts up somewhere else. You also get a visit by uh, a monster in the elevator. He drops down onto the elevator, knocking out uh, Simon and then dives down into the abyss and it seems like that is johan ross the guy that uh, the wow was trying to the wow tried to get to johan ross's body for a while but you're not entirely sure wow why it seems like uh, ross really wants to destroy the wow and he also seems to have a plan for you i think he says fantastic you made it or something similar and uh, i'll go ahead and make preparations yeah, and he keeps showing up from time to time, but then just disappears. When you get down, things are very dark. Yes. You can't see a lot. And when I played it in safe mode, I barely saw any wildlife. I know that there are a lot more, and they are quite aggressive when you play in normal mode. Yes, I got hit by a few fish. It didn't seem <laughs> very life-threatening, but... Uh... I did run away quite a lot. The, this section is very linear. You just follow some... Uh, first follow signs and then you have to follow a robot until that gets eaten by a giant fish. Oh, that was crazy. And then you find some glow sticks to follow and uh, then the big fish says boo. Uh, ben, did you ever get mixed up with those... Uh... What do you call them? I don't know the technical name for them, but they're, the, the fish with like the little angler, like the little lights on, the, on their head. Yep. I did die to an anglerfish, yes. Headed towards a white light and it bit my head off. <laughs> did you did you think it was like a robot? Because I actually headed towards one because I thought it was like another robot to follow. I wasn't sure. It, it kind of made, had a little bit of a blue tinge. I thought it might be the next light. I thought something to head towards at least. Oh no. Oh, uh, okay. They do have that little light thing to attract prey, so I guess it worked. Very much. Yeah, or it worked, worked for me. You also walk through a underwater cavern to get to where you need to be, and there are plenty of underwater spiders in there. Mm. They're thankfully not dangerous. No, I don't think they can hurt you, but they look creepy. Yeah, they, they, they are creepy. Finally, after a long walk underwater, you reach Tau, 
where the arc is supposed to be. This place has very slow doors. <laughs> I'm fairly sure you did not remember that you have already looked at the map of this place and it told you where to go, but that was back in, what, the second episode? Second discussion we had? Uh, sure. No, didn't remember at all. <laughs> if you remember... Well, I did for some reason. Uh, I knew that it was just the, as far back as you could go, which makes sense, even if you don't remember that part. So you just tried to traverse the station with a monster walking the halls. Yep, quite an aggressive one. He managed to get me a couple of times. Yeah, and uh, this bit seemed a lot longer in normal. When I played it uh, on easy mode, I just immediately just followed the path that I needed to go, didn't bother with the monster at all, and very quickly got to the living quarters. There's a part in safe mode too where it's it's a lot easier to be used than like... uh, I feel like a lot of other parts in the game where... The, the mo- you open a door and the monster's just there. You can just like walk right past him. Yeah, I mean, I guess you could always do that, but that was the first time I actually abused it. Where I was like, I didn't run away from the monster. I was like, get, like just get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you do that in normal mode, he will get you. Yeah. So there are quite a lot of uh, nooks and crannies where you can hide from the monster, but you do not need to explore them. You can just run past it if you play it in safe mode. Yes, by every one of the slow doors there was usually a room that was with a fast opening door where you could find somewhere to hide in it while while the monster came (laughs) to investigate the slow doors you then find the uh, the living quarters of Tatao. everyone there is dead most of them are members of the arc team that was supposed to send it into space and you find some evidence that they were at the site didn't send it into space for some reason that you haven't been told yet uh, but that they intend to try again but something has happened and uh, everyone seemed dead beside from one member by the way there's one thing you may have missed on this playthrough or maybe on both on the way with the monster there's a comms room on the way where you can try and communicate and you can speak to someone in the infirmary who won't speak to you because they figure you're just another robot (laughs) Which gave me a clue of, as to where to go. You can also go up to the door and... And ring the bell. Uh, there's someone in there who won't let you in in the infirmary. Eventually you f- figure out a way to get inside the door. Where you find Sarah, who is uh, the last living human. She has guarded the Ark and uh, well, calls it quits. Tell you to do what you want with it. And then she asks you to uh, kill her. She's in pretty bad shape anyway, isn't she? She's only living off intravenous fluids and stuck in a chair. Yeah, they are out of food. She's been living on chemicals, basically, for a while. So, yes, she is in very bad shape. Did you let her live or did you kill her? I killed her. Yep, me too. And stuck around as she requested as, you know, see her out. I feel that part is... It's not bad, but I think they could have done more with it. Yeah, it's it's a it's a it's a big moral choice that doesn't really have much impact, really, is it? And it doesn't have any impact at all. The rest of humanity is dead. She she is half dead. She wants to go out. When we stop playing, uh, they haven't even made a comment about your decision yet, uh, since Catherine is not booted up. Uh huh. Yes. And this is where we stop playing. We found the ark. And we are going to take it 
to the space gun and send it into space. And this will be the final episode. It's, it's going to be rather short, but there's quite a lot that's going to happen, I can say that. Next week we will probably be talking a bit more about the themes of the game and uh, what you thought of it and any other thoughts we've had over these five weeks. Okay, well, I'm looking forward to seeing how it all wraps up. Sunshine and rainbows, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> that would seem unlikely. That seem- no, I think it's the direction it's going. <laughs> well, we will see you next week. Thank you again for joining me, Dynable and Ben L72. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks for having me too. See you next week. Bye, everyone. See ya.